welcome to the 100th episode of Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. 100! 100 100 episodes! 100 episodes! And today's an extra, extra special day because it's not just our 100th episode, but it's also our dear, lovely Shannon's birthday! Happy birthday! (laughs) Happy birthday to you! I love you so much. Thank you. I love you too. (laughs) This is a great way to be celebrating my birthday with a celebration of my podcast absolutely what better way to spend your birthday than to spend it in the studio talking about the thing we love the most k-pop yep (laughs) so so 100 episodes we originally had sort of teased the idea of maybe running down a list of 100 things that we've learned um but we changed we changed our minds we changed our minds because you guys you guys had a lot to say and we realized that the true thing that we've learned the most is uh, that our community is wonderful and our listeners are smart and great and eloquent and just simply the best. So we so, just want to celebrate y'all. And yeah, this episode, our our one year anniversary was sort of dedicated to us. Yeah, <laughs> you guys told us what you like best about us and we celebrated ourselves. And so it. this time for our 100th episode, we decided to dedicate it to you because without all of you, we would just be talking to ourselves, which we could do, of course, for sure. hours upon hours and we do, but it is certainly very fun and it like adds an extra special layer of icing to this k-pop cake when we get to talk to all of you absolutely so before we uh dive into all of the things our listeners have to say um let's get retrospective for a minute yes absolutely you are the one who you know this was all your brainchild (laughs) your idea so i know we've talked a little bit about this before but tell us why you started this podcast I think there's a, quite a few reasons why it like all it was just kind of a perfect storm where in late in early December we had guested on another podcast where we got to like explain K-pop from a beginner sense mm-hmm. and we had such a good time and we felt like there was so much more that we wanted to say and that we could have kept talking about it forever so we were like oh maybe we should do a podcast and then you were like maybe we should do maybe a podcast we should do a podcast <laughs> Um, but then in like in mid December we lost Jung Yun and it was like that was so shocking and horrible and hard and I was so worried that I would never the K-pop would never feel like it did like I don't know it was just a really rough time and I was yeah. worried that it was such would it a ever give us joy again exactly like, like K-pop we've talked so many times about how K-pop is a source of joy and almost like a a happy escape for us when times are hard and so then to have something like especially someone that we loved so much in our k-pop world we just didn't want to forever associate k-pop with heartbreak absolutely so there was like that like gotta get back in the game Mm -hmm. and also there's just i think it's a part of my personality that i have to know things yeah i'm just like if i'm the kind of person that if you're at a dinner table and someone's like who was that actress like i'm gonna look it up because i have (laughs) to know and learning my own journey and learning about k-pop was a constant pausing and googling like i did so much because i needed to know how it worked and I imagined that there were plenty of people like me who also wanted to know how it worked and then the like fourth and final reason was that I just really like sharing k-pop with people and I wanted an outlet to like explain it for the layman or give or what we found was like giving a place for other fans to like 
you know, all feel like we're all together in this. Yeah, we talked a little bit th- about this after KCON um, because that I think was the first time that we really saw with our own eyes, like the community that we've been able yeah. to start building. Um, but so many of you have reached out to us saying, you know, like I don't have anyone in my real life that I can talk to about K-pop, and so being able to have this sort of widespread reach to help others feel like they have an outlet to talk about this thing that we all love so much and to share your feelings with someone who is going to be like open and understanding yeah um it's just so magical it has truly been a gift for us uh as well to be able to share that all with you guys so how do you feel like the show has like evolved and changed like a hundred episodes is a lot of episodes it is a lot of episodes did you ever think when you had this idea in the first place did you think that we would make it to a hundred I honestly didn't because I feel like when I was originally planning out the idea for the podcast we had a very structured plan of you know like these are Mm -hmm. 10 very important like you know ground basic aspects sure. of k-pop and so i was writing down like oh how did the groups work and how do the fans work and i felt like i had like maybe 10 15 episodes like solid and then yeah. maybe after that then we would have like okay here's your k-pop starter podcast like we did it yeah but the part i wasn't expecting was how much you guys care about what we have to say (laughs) and the episodes where it's just us talking about our favorite things or talking about the news or whatever like Mm -hmm. they all love those episodes so much (laughs) because I didn't I didn't expect that at any point anyone would care what I had to say I Mm -hmm. felt like I was approaching it from the like I'm just gonna teach people something I didn't think that anyone would like grow to care about me and what I had to say you know yeah totally and I think at the beginning you know we had um I mean, I, I would say we still do have a general structure and, and many of our episodes are informative and research based. Um, but I think that at the beginning, you know, we had this like very rigid structure where we would have like vocabulary words and then like break down what you need to know and then play a random game. And I think we both reached a point last year where we were worried and almost felt stuck like yeah we like took a month off to like brainstorm yeah it was like, what do we do now yeah because we covered all the <laughs> basics and we were like oh god like well now what <laughs> and then I think what really saved us and saved this show is all of you because one thing that has been so amazing is that like in communicating with all of you guys like you know you ask us questions or you make suggestions or um even just the idea of like adding a voicemail has just given us so many avenues to take the show like there's so many different because the world of k-pop is huge and expansive and which is one of the reasons we wanted to start the podcast in the first place is to try and like break it down make it manageable um but the beauty of having so many different aspects to the industry is that now I think there's a lot of different ways we can take the the podcast and like now we have you know game episodes and we do deep dives and we do you know like we watch certain things we have a movie club we're gonna start our book club soon yeah (laughs) and there's just so many I think that our our the world of our podcast it or the scope of our podcast I should say started fairly small Mm -hmm. and now I think hugely because of our relationship with our listeners it has grown tenfold absolutely and that's, it's just like something that we are forever grateful for and if we're putting it in like a lessons you know framing it in a lessons way like we wanted to originally like a lesson that I've learned is that like 
we're never going to know everything we need to know about K-pop. Like, True. there's always more. We constantly, like, find these weird stories we'd never mm-hmm. heard before. Or the random game shows us, like, a group that no one ever heard of. But, like, yeah. oh, they were good. And, like, there's just so much all the time. And I love that now we're at a place where we can just, like, get really nuanced with things. Yeah. I'm super specific. Because that's my favorite. I Like, yeah. really, we could all just, we could just talk about K-pop forever. And if you want some stats about her very much we've talked about it i would love to because yes if it's like a deep dive you know we always start with like here are some here are some stats facts and figures so give us the ama k-pop facts and figures so i did some math and some counting today um (laughs) as before this episode this episode will be our 106th episode that we've published because we've done some bonuses we did exo at the olympics forever ago when hyuna and don's relationship got exposed i like freaked out for 30 Mm -hmm. minutes and then we yelled about cube for a while a while (laughs) we had like we did our super m field trip like so bonus episodes are in there too we've done 10 full artist deep dives 10 like people and group or like 10 groups there yeah a ton of people that we've learned so much about we've watched two movies together um between the two of us and helica and i we have five different like loaded google docs we've written thousands and thousands of words of notes absolutely i have two full composition notebooks because i'm a hard copy gal yeah so we have not only shared between us five we call them k-pop mega docs <laughs> volumes one through five. five and then i also have my own like two separate notebooks um, and then the real number crunching to put it into absolute perspective. So pre this episode, there are 7,443 minutes of Ask Me About K-pop, which is 124 hours, which is 5.1 days. Amazing. <laughs> it is amazing, especially because I saw a, quite a few like tweets this week from people who were like, I just caught up. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to your show nonstop for the last month and now I'm caught up. So anybody who's listened to the whole catalog... Five days. Yeah, five full days and a little bit more, a little bit more than five days, which is just amazing because, like, I know I, for one, and you, too, we could talk about K-pop for, like, 5,000 days. (laughs) So that's what we've been doing this a lot. We've been talking a lot, and I hope that we can keep talking a lot for a lot longer yeah because i'm still having fun i don't know about you but (laughs) no this is horrible it's the worst part of my week ever (laughs) no i kid it's the best part of my week we usually just do it like bi-weekly which is why we're always behind on the news um but no this is i couldn't think of a better way to spend to spend my sundays and here with you cheers cheers all right so now i want to get into the part that we said we would do today which is that i just want to celebrate our listeners Mm -hmm. so let's say hello and open in the voicemail box. Hi, Shannon and Helica. Um, I'm kind of in my feels right now. I just listened to the last episode and you mentioned that 100 is coming up. And I was just thinking about how much your podcast has, like, influenced me in a weird way. Um, my name is Morella. I've talked to you guys over the over like four different accounts over the past year and a half. Um, my first episode was the shiny episode and that's what really got me to expand my kind of scope of K-pop. I had previously really only been into BTS and 17 and then I kind of went back and you guys taught me so much about 
what it's like the real facts about the industry and how it works and how to get information and what to believe and what not to believe and kind of got me out of my own head. Um, it's wild to me because I started listening to this podcast before the end of my junior year of high school. And now I'm in the beginning of my second semester of college and quite literally like Shannon, your episode on Korean language is what got me into learning about Korean, which is what got me into learning about linguistics, which is what I'm studying now. So I don't know. I hope you guys know that you're doing something really important here. Um, also, you guys are the reason that I went to 17 in New Jersey by myself. I wasn't going to go originally, but I decided to. So um, thanks for that. And I got to see Hoshi six feet away from me, and it was wild. Um, but, yeah, I don't know what else I'm going to say. I had so much to say, and then I didn't write it down, and I forgot. But thank you. Um I might start crying, so I just love you guys a lot, and I hope you keep doing this for a long time, because you're doing some really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, bye. Oh, we might start crying. Yeah. This, I, Morella, I have not been able to stop thinking about this voicemail since you sent it. We've had it for like two weeks now, and it, uh, it touched me so much. I can barely, like... There are so many aspects of it that are, like, too much. Like, mm -hmm. A, like, that you were, like, a high school baby when you found us. And now you're, like, a big girl in college. Like, I know. Y'all are, like, growing up with us. And that's really, that's really wild. And it's special and nice. And I truly can't even, I feel like I can't even take on the whole you inspired my college major. But, like, that's too life-changing. And it's, it's hard for me to take on. But it's it's magical. Yeah, it's really <laughs> incredible. I mean, that kind of impact that you ha clearly had um, on this person's life is is just something that's like very difficult to put into words. And also just, I mean, congratulations for choosing that as a major. I think linguistics is fascinating. Um, and I sincerely wish you all the best with your, with your studies. And the fact that you got that inspiration here is just something that it's, I, I don't know, these listening to you guys and like being able to connect with you all and all these, it just makes me feel like really grateful, um, to have you in our lives. Um, even from far away, it's just really, it's really amazing. It's so cool because like we, you know, we all just love K-pop and K-pop gives us so much mm -hmm. and it's been, it's just been, I, yeah, I can't be yeah. anything other than grateful to like also be getting that same, that same kind of like love, like yeah, from being with each other. It's just really humbling that something as, you know, arguably frivolous as K-pop can be something that is truly so impactful to so many people. I mean, I know that music obviously is a way of like transcending language and backgrounds and culture and, and language. I said language already, yeah, but, but it's in there twice. <laughs> Um, and you know, we all connect with music in a, in a variety of ways. And so to be able to connect 
with other humans because of the music that we love. It's it's a beautiful thing. Um, and I think this also, this voicemail in particular, touches on another thing that we always love. Like you said a while ago, you know, go to concerts and don't be afraid to go by yourself. And the, we get so many voicemails, especially because of the like 17 tour and Super M tour. We've gotten so many voicemails from people who are just telling us like, I did it, I went by myself. Like, because you told me to, I did it and I don't regret it. it was amazing and I'm so proud and happy of for all of you that went on your own it can be scary to do things like that by yourself um but it's truly an unforgettable experience and I wanted to shout out um our one of our voicemails that we had we played it during our super m episode um but the first voicemail that we played was from uh, a man who went to the super m san jose show and we actually got that voicemail after we'd already recorded the the episode so that's why if you listened we didn't like pause between to like react to it it's because it came in late and i was like but this has to be in the episode yeah so we added it in in post and that's why we didn't respond to it in the moment um but first of all congratulations on catching that mark frisbee because that's an incredible once in a lifetime amazing unbelievable um and also good on you for a being like an underrepresented represented demographic of like you know an older male who k-pop fan and b for going by yourself like you mentioned in the episode that or or in the voicemail that you know you don't really have a lot of other friends that listen to k-pop so you weren't sure if you wanted to go and it's always a little bit strange when you go by yourself people are like asking where your daughter is or whatever um (laughs) I loved the part where you said, um, like, the girls around you were asking if they could have have your Frisbee. You're like, I'm a bigger fan than you think I am. So good on you. You be that fan. You love what you love. I love that. And that's a very nice little transition into an email that I'd like to read. Uh, This one is from Michael, and it says, uh, The most important thing that I learned from listening to your podcast is how to be an unapologetic K-pop stan. You showed me how great it can be to fangirl or fanboy as an adult, and it's even better when you share your passion with others. For example, I'm always happy to talk about my favorite groups, and I've developed a habit of showing music videos and dance practices to my friends and coworkers. Furthermore, I think I stand shiny now, so congratulations on creating another Shawl. Watching the music video for Married to the Music tipped the scale for me. Greetings from Germany, Michael. Yay! Welcome to the shiny world, Michael. I love the Married to the Music music video. Uh, Shannon does not. I've seen it one time. <laughs> she hates watching them lose all their body parts. Personally, I love it. The part where Key's decapitated head sings to Mino is like my favorite thing. Oh my god. Oh. It's so funny. Um, but this also, I think we... I mean, we just love, like, fangirling so hard, of course. It's, like, the premise of our entire fucking show. Yeah. Um, But I I read recently that, like, something about, you know, how being a nerd just means that you really like something and that you find pure joy in something. Yeah. Um, And I think that that's so beautiful and, and, like... Getting away from the idea that you should be a sh- quote unquote ashamed of, you know, really liking something or or taking a deep interest in something right. and becoming really knowledgeable about it because it makes you happy. I think we just need to start normalizing the idea that that is cool. Yeah, and that, like, apathy is not cool. Apathy it's cool is to not like cool. Yeah, and to apathy, care about shit. 
apathy <laughs> is like the death of society. And so I think, you know, everybody should be enthusiastic about whatever it is that makes them really happy. Um, and it's so it, it's magical to, to share that enthusiasm with you guys. All right, let's do another voicemail. Hi, this is Jenna again. I just wanted to wish y'all a happy 100 episodes. It's so cool that y'all have just been improving. And, like, I don't know. It just gives me a lot of emotions because I've been with you guys since the beginning. And it's just really awesome. Uh, Quickly, two things that I have learned while listening to y'all. I think you gave me a lot more of an understanding of, like, every aspect of K-pop. But first of all, I learned that Charmy is my ultimate bias and has both ruined my life and greatly improved it. And second, I've always said I really love girl groups. Like, I'm really into A-Pink and ITZY and even, like, old-school girls' generation stuff. And I've just been really enjoying the breadth of K-pop that you all explore. You've been there when I fell in love with Seventeen, and you've been there when I learned that, oh, this is the third thing I learned. My son, Win-Win, is alive and he's mine. And I don't know. Thank y'all for everything you do. You work so hard. Love you both. Big hugs. Congrats. Oh, Jenna. Jenna. We love you so much. Oh, I just really wanted to play this one because this is another like beautiful thing that we've gotten in a hundred episodes is that like we have a friend and her name is Jenna Mm -hmm. and she found us from listening to this podcast and we just like connected on a, like I don't know you know those times where you just find a person and you're like this is my friend this is my person like yeah we get along and the both of us talk to her like uh every day <laughs> and she's just like become part of our k-pop like friend group and I love yeah. talking to her and I love her Jenna I love you <laughs> and I also wanted to point out that she said she was going to take back this message because she left it on cold medicine and was like <laughs> embarrassed about it but I told her said that because she said Win-Win is my son and he's alive and he's mine <laughs> that's that my had favorite part that's my favorite part oh I, Jenna we like go way back at this point because like you said Shannon she she found us like where early on um and it started with like you know an instagram message quote unquote official messages like through our podcast Mm -hmm. accounts and then like spread into just like a personal like we're talking too much i was like you just need to get a direct line to me you know what we just have to like here here's my real (laughs) here's my real information um and like uh, jenna i like just can't can't thank you enough for being my my 17 pen pal and like my wavy pen pal um because you know we've spent like one of the most beautiful days i spent over the summer was with you just like live chatting as we as we caught up on all of the 17 good good to you performances and like squealed and died and we fell for wavy together and uh, it's just been a beautiful friendship i'm like so so lucky that you that you joined our little two. I know we love you so much, and I really I'm just waiting for the day that we get that we get you and person. We yeah! all get to go to like a concert or something together because like perhaps that's what we deserve a shiny world tour, right? Okay, Jenna, we're saying it now on the air. It's uh-huh. set in stone. Whenever a shiny comes to the United States again, no matter where they go, because I know you don't live in California, mm-hmm. but no matter where they go, the three of us we we're going. To go. We are going. We have to go. <laughs> uh, so I love, I love friends. I love friends. It's so <laughs> nice. All right. Um, would you care to read this one? Sure. 
Okay, this is from Daniela, and she says, uh, for the 100th episode, you asked us to tell you some of the things we've learned from the podcast. So here's my input. Thanks to you guys, I've learned a lot about Korean culture and first, second gen groups, which has been super interesting. However, I believe my most valued episode has been episode 70, K-pop news and where to find it. I don't think I realized how important it is to take certain websites and sources with a grain of salt until I listened to that episode. Before, I would believe whatever I stumbled on, across on social media, but I've come to realize how unreliable that is. I'm now smarter about my K-pop news intake and it has saved me from lots of undue stress. And now, whenever, for lack of better word, sketchy site releases uh, fake or exaggerated news, I know how to one, ignore it, or two, let others know of a more accurate version of whatever's going on. Anyway, I just wanted to say that I really appreciate you guys. You're one of my favorite podcasts ever, and now I always look forward to my Wednesday commute. In fact, when I became a listener last summer and would often walk to the lakeside at and sit there and listen to y'all for hours. You're very entertaining to listen to, and you mean a lot to me. Keep doing what you're doing and stay awesome. Love from a carrot. Oh, Daniela, that's so, so nice. I love how much that K-pop news episode was very... I felt worried about putting it out because mm. I know that's the thing that people can get very, like, touchy about. Sure. But I think it was very well-received. Um, it was. I'm proud it's, of it. It's one of the episodes... I think that, um, you know, to pat ourselves on the back, I think <laughs> we did a nice job of, like, being objective and informative about it but I also am just very grateful that I think it's one of our most our best received episodes like mm. we get a lot of feedback aside from like our shawls guide I think that's the second one that gets the most shout outs yeah um people are are re people really bring that episode up to us a lot and I'm really grateful not only because I do have a background in journalism, so it's like near and dear to my heart that people get accurate news. But I also think, like you mentioned, Daniela, like this undue stress that comes from, you know, misinformation. tabloidy stuff. Exactly. And in this like Twitter worlds that we live in, it's so easy for rumors and misinformation to spread. And so if we have in any way made it easier for you to get the accurate news that you desire, then I'm so grateful. Yeah, me too. Um, and yeah. I I also love the little part about talking about listening us, to us while you sat by the lake. That's another thing that I love so much. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show before, but my, I mean, I'm sure I've mentioned it, but my job, my like actual regular day job is working at a podcast network because I really love podcasting as a medium. I've been a very big podcast fan for about 10 years now, mm -hmm. which I know is like very, that's very old school in like podcast <laughs> world. But as a medium, I just think that it's so special and personal because of the way that people interact with it. Like mm -hmm. I know the podcast that I listen to, they're all like, a so, so many episodes are like associated with specific memories now. Like sure. I listened to that while I drove there or that's what I listened to while I cook dinner. Mm -hmm. or like that's what I listen to when I walk home. And it like those people then become like a part of your life. Yeah. And so as a podcast listener, who's a big fan of so many podcasters, it always like kind of trips me up and makes me like, oh, think about it. And again, be very, very grateful when I hear you guys saying like, you are who I listen to on the bus or you're who I listen yeah. to while I do this. It's just, it's nice to be part of y'all's lives. <laughs> it is really nice. It is really nice. And I love hearing, I love when people share with us, like, those small moments that, you know, we almost, like, joined you in 
through our episodes. Like a, a friend of mine that I went to college with when she um, she was on a road trip, like from I think she ended up going like she went from like New York to Florida to to all the way to California, I think. That's a big and, one. Yeah, it was a big <laughs> long road trip that she took. And as she drove through Texas, she listened to our podcast, um, which was really sweet. And so like she was telling me how like. Not only is Texas something that she always associates with me, because I was actually in Austin at the time, so she stopped there to visit me, but then also, like, she was like, your voice was the soundtrack of my entire road trip through Texas, and that's and just... And it, it takes nine hours to drive through Texas. It takes a long... Oh, it takes nine hours just to get out, out of Texas from Austin. From Austin. Yeah. Like, that's only halfway. <laughs> um, so that was just... It's just really special. It's really special. It's very nice. Okay, I have another voicemail, and I'm excited about this one because it's coming from a foreign number someone <gasps> figured out how to call us oh i hope they tell us their secret <laughs> hello shannon and helga i'm 39 year old nina from sweden aka davaveka aka my time to fangirl girl on instagram well k-pop came into my life in december 2017 thanks to my son some weeks after that i found your podcast that had just started and you have since then been my bestest K-pop friends and greatest teacher. teachers. You opened so many doors for me and introduced me to many new favorites. I wanted to do a little list of my favorite episodes. I love the battle of the title songs. Uh, picking a favorite, obviously, since biases is so much of a big deal. Jin Dong, Code 7 Jin Dong. Your deep dives uh, of the groups, hello, 2 p.m. punks, idol reality, we got married, fantasy boy draft, oh, well, we play that like weekly with my, my kids, uh, hit the stage uh, to watch at the same time uh, with your comments, just like I try to do with the random games, when you, have, when you play the music videos, I want to watch them with your uh, comments at the same time. What I do wish is for more Korean for K-pop fans because I'm really struggling with the Korean and doing Duolingo and Utalk and all different kinds of apps so that I can learn some. Well, uh, what I actually came to say is just thank you so much for being there for me. Uh, I don't have many friends that listen to K-pop and just me and my, my daughters and my son and I'm so grateful for you. Thank you so much. We are, we're just sitting here silently crying through these voicemails. Oh my goodness. Oh, that's so nice. I love, I love that you share K-pop with your family. What that's a, so nice. What a magical gift to be able to share it with your kids. Like, that's so cool. I wish my parents were into K-pop. Like, I remember a while ago I showed my, I like my, I told my mom about K-pop and I showed her so, like a mu shiny music video or something. She was like, okay. <laughs> Like, okay, Mika, whatever makes you happy. And I'm like, oh, the sigh. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that you would like play fantasy group draft with your kids, like, oh man, that's so cool. We've gotten a couple other moms who have reached out and said that they play like our 20 questions, our K-pop 20 questions, like on road trips in the car with their kids. And that's so fun. That's so fun. You're a cool mom. <laughs> yeah, you're a very cool mom, Nina. And I'm glad that we could be there for you all the way in Sweden. Yeah. I love how many international listeners we have. It makes me feel also like oh we're all just connected all over the world yeah i remember once you told me the statistics of like how many different countries um our our listeners are in and there were like 
I don't know, like over 20 or I'm something. I'm going to look it up right now. I yeah. want to know. Um, but I, it was just really great. I mean, it, it like, we hear from international fans a lot through like email and Instagram and Twitter. And to actually physically hear your voice is really cool. Um, I wonder, like, please message us. Let us know how you how you reached the voicemail, because I know some of our international listeners have have mentioned that they they can't call it. Yeah. Um, so if y'all are using calling cards to call us, oh, that's very, very nice. <laughs> oh, God, I hope you're not. Um, but if there is some kind of like secret in order to to get that voicemail from from across the pond, uh, please let us know what it is so that um, we can share it with everyone. So blow your mind a little bit. According to our hosting website, Ask Me About K-Pop is currently listened to in 63 <gasps> countries. Yes. 63 countries. Oh, my God. Isn't that wild? We have so many listeners in Brazil, and we have a lot of listeners in Australia and Russia and... Saudi Arabia like look wow. at this like everywhere that this map is lit up is where we have at least one listener oh my god that's so cool <gasps> that's so cool we have 21 listeners in India <laughs> 53 in Russia wow hey two in Argentina what's up guys my family's in Argentina <laughs> Ooh, 26 in Chile and this is just in the last week, so <gasps> it might be more in the That's so cool. grand scheme of things. Wow, 5,000 in the U.S.? I know that we're in the U.S. too, but that's still really cool. Oh, that's so neat. Wow, I could play with this map all day. Okay, but I won't. <laughs> all right, let's listen to, or wait, let's see if there's, I've been trying to stack these email, email, voicemail, email, voicemail. Sure. Another email from someone from Sweden. Oh, fun. It's just Sweden chunk of time right now. <laughs> so this is from, I apologize if I'm saying this wrong, but Sweet, Sweet. Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know how to say your name, but I like you anyway. <laughs> uh, so greetings from Stockholm, Sweden. You guys are my outlet when it comes to K-pop since I have very few people to vent to your to vent to, your podcast gives me life. I know I am lucky to have at least a couple to talk to, but we're not passionate over the same things, lol. I really enjoy when you discuss current dramatic events, and I enjoy listening to your opinions and thoughts. You're doing an amazing job, and I'm very grateful that you take your time to do this. Looking forward to 100 more episodes. Uh, P.S. I forgot to add, shiny bogoshipta. Taming mm. promised. I took it as a promise. A comeback in 2020. So I am so looking forward to that. Uh, I Aren't took we that, all? I took that as a promise too. Oh, totally. <laughs> I, I will I will go to Korea and hold him to that. My baby cheese. He will not back out of shiny 2020. I will not Shiny's back. All right. Here's another voicemail. Hi, Shana and Helica. This is Marissa. I'm calling to congratulate the both of you on your 100th episode. I have been listening pretty devotedly since the end of 2018, and I'm just so grateful to you, too. Um, I don't know that I would have been able to uncover all the nooks and crannies of this incredible genre of music or, like, world without your hand-holding. And I also just really appreciate the way that you model the kind of fan that I want to be, which is someone who is supportive and enthusiastic and squee but also, like, has boundaries and recognizes, like, not every part of their 
of these idols' lives is for us. And, like, having some, like, a healthy sense of, like, yeah, this is a person, and I'm not entitled to literally every waking moment of their day. <laughs> um, I hope you ladies are enjoying some wonderful champagne in celebration of your incredible achievement. Um, have an awesome day, and I look forward to many, many more podcasts and group deep dives and you know, our our new book club for Shine that we will all be participating in in October. All right. Have a great day. Thank you again so much for all that you do. Bye-bye. We are enjoying some champagne. We are. You know us so well, Marissa. Oh, I love that voicemail. God damn it. You guys are all so smart. Seriously, but I... Wow. Yeah, again, I, it's very hard to do this because it feels hard to be like, toot my own horn, but toot toot. Um, <laughs> I love that you, I feel like so many of you have understood where we are coming from mm-hmm. as fans in a way that like really, really touches me. You song always says that our show is very nuanced, which is something that I'm very proud of because I think... I've been like part of fandoms for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. I was like a very early internet kid and I like <laughs> loved like fan forums and totally. running fan sites. So like I've been part of like fandoms for a long time and I know how the good parts of them and the bad parts of them and mm-hmm. how it all works. And I think one of my like, I don't want to say strengths, but like one of the things that keeps me in K-pop and has kept me in K-pop for seven years without losing my mind is I think I try to take a very nuanced approach to things that like these are people and they're making Mm. us music, but also there's a big company involved and capitalism. And it's like there's so many angles to all of it that nothing about K-pop is very black and white. And I at least hope that we've like and it seems like we have like tried to share that with y'all that because I think a thing about fandom is that it can get very black and white and very like Mm -hmm. you support this or you don't or you like this or you don't. It can just get very like uh, this term is going to sound judgmental and I don't mean it to be judgmental, but the sort of like a quote unquote hive mind aspect of like or group mindset of like, you know. There is that one opinion, like, like you were saying, um, the the sort of like when we were complaining about Pentagon and how like the, the popular fan sites or, or fan accounts become sort of the arbiters of the, the fan opinion. And I just, just think it's so important to maintain your own independence, um, when you are in a fandom because it is really really easy to get swept up in the fervor of fandom in a lot of different ways and so to to have so many of you all tell us and and sort of share our perspective on fandom and, and like the kinds of fans that we hope to be of these like respectful open-minded and and you know enthusiastic support supporters I think is is really beautiful and I think that it's the kind of fans that our idols deserve to have and so it's just really I mean we're, we're gonna repeat ourselves a thousand times but I just really can't say enough how magical it is to have this oh I'm gonna get I'm gonna get I checked know. up We've just been, like, I just love you guys you're just here. this is really special it's Our, really this, special this I... family that we've built is just really 
That's really beautiful. It's so nice. Okay, I think we have one more short voicemail, and then we can cry it out a little bit, <laughs> and then we'll play a random game because this is an episode, and that's all we do. All right, here we go. Hi, Shannon and Angelica. I don't know if you'll get this before the 100th episode, but I decided to get over my phone anxiety and call in honor of your milestone. I just wanted to let you know that uh, I found your podcast probably somewhere around episode five or six, uh, and it's been one of my favorite podcasts ever since. Uh, I've never really had friends in real life who were into K-pop, and your podcast really helped me keep my love for it alive when I didn't have a lot of other reasons to pay attention. Congratulations on your 100 episodes, and I hope you have 100 more. Thank you. Oh, God, you guys. Uh, I don't know how to address you because you didn't leave your name, but sweet, sweet listener, thank you so much for, like, taking the time to call us. I know I also have a lot of phone (laughs) and social anxiety, so I see you and that you made that effort. Uh, I just, yeah, just to repeat ourselves, I'm so grateful to have, like, been here for you guys and to make you all feel like, and know, not feel like, know that you have people that are here for you and, like care about the things that you do and care about you and like all these voicemails are so wonderful and like just to shout out again every person we've ever met at a concert or Mm -hmm. a k-con or whatever y'all are all so wonderful and it is like it's humbling and weird and it's strange to have people that I had not met previously be excited to see me Mm -hmm. but every time that we like talk to one of y'all it always feels like like I've always known you and I I want you I want you all to know that if every time that we've gotten a chance to meet a listener in real life we are just as nervous and excited to meet you as you are to meet us (laughs) like please know that that is true um that's something that like when Taylor recognized our voices in the line, like yeah. these are just interactions that we never dreamed of having. And it has been a really common theme for listeners to tell us, you know, they don't have people in their real lives that they can talk to about K-pop or that we were there for them in like a difficult time or that they have come to sort of feel as though we are true friends. And I hope that you understand and believe that like that feeling is so mutual yeah we would uh, probably do this even if no one was listening to be honest but the idea that there is such a vast and diverse and beautiful community of people that are that support us and are willing to listen to us and to to go on this journey with us it's it's beautiful, and we really, really love you. All. We really do love you all so much, and I love, I love being part of your lives, and I love being here for you. And like, I sincerely apologize for every time that we like don't immediately answer things, mm-hmm. or the voicemail is also making me feel kind of guilty because like I can't it's write really you full. back, <laughs> and I can't write you back. But like, we do listen to and read everything that y'all have to say, mm-hmm. and. Like someday this will be our full-time job and we'll and be we can, able to respond to we'll every single one of you immediately. <laughs> we'll get there. But like for now, like I just want you all to know that like 
We tell you this all the time, but like, please never apologize to us. Never apologize about your English. Never apologize about the groups you like. Never apologize for like telling us your deep, dark secrets. Like, never We're apologize. So happy to hear from y'all. Never apologize for writing us a novel. Never apologize for like messaging us, you know, 10 times in a row. Just don't apologize. Don't apologize. Because our, we called our show Ask Me About K-Pop because this is what we love to talk about. But I think that over these 100 episodes, like, we've really gotten to a point where it's more than that. We just love talking to you. And I think that I, I hope that you feel as though we'll always be there for you because I, I truly, truly would love to always be there for you. Absolutely. Oh, you guys, this was so... I'm just like, I'm trying not to cry and I'm just sitting here feeling proud and feeling, but also feeling like a little small and like, please don't give me this attention. I don't deserve it. <laughs> I, I Yes, you do. It's your birthday, damn it. <laughs> I'll, okay, I'll take it only because it's my birthday. But um, yeah, I don't know. Y'all are the greatest. And some of you like just to like put it out there if it hasn't been clear like some of y'all have taken your time in your voicemails or your messages or even in in-person conversations with us to tell us some like really personal like, personal things. rough things and we are so I'm I'm honored that you trust us with your feelings in this way I'm mm -hmm. so glad that we've like earned your trust earned your trust and that we feel like a safe space for you guys like because like you said like on one hand, it is just like frivolous. We like this specific kind of pop culture, but we all know that it's deeper than mm -hmm. that and that there's so much more tied to it. And so yeah. like to be part of your K-pop journey in any way is just a true honor for us, really. To be honestly, to it's to be a part of your journey, period, yes. like through this life is a challenge. Um, <laughs> yeah, I like... Oh, <laughs> it's okay. It's, um, it's really, like you said, it's an honor. And the fact that we've been able to create a safe space for you, like, that's all we wanted. Um, thank you for being a part of it and for, um, for joining us every week. Yeah. Um, like I said at the beginning. I started this podcast a little bit in the hopes that we would, that we could heal from something that was horrible. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, like, it, it worked. Like, it did. You guys, I do, I do feel, I do feel healed. And, like, I didn't lose any of that, any of what, like, K-pop gives me and um I just thank you guys for being here but I thank you my bestest friend for doing this with me I was when we started it I was just like oh god do I want to like drag Adelka to this like thing and we're gonna have to work and we have to use our weekends but I'm so glad I'm so glad that we did it I really am me too thank you for for inviting me oh, onto this incredible incredible fun fun journey Okay. Here's to a hundred more. Here's to a hundred more. All right, we're gonna go wipe our eyes, and we'll be right back with a random game. I love you. I love you too. Oh. Happy birthday! Thank you. <laughs> All right, we're back for like our probably like ninety second 
random game. I haven't done. I didn't. I tried. To, I wanted to like do the math do the math and one. check to see how many groups we've got. We've done. Oh, actually, actually you know what? You the can. spreadsheet you would tell spreadsheet. me. The spreadsheet tells me that this is eighty six. Oh, which doesn't seem right. Huh? I don't know. I might be bad. I also have been known. Sometimes to you don't mark update the spreadsheet. The spreadsheet. Yeah, but yeah, point yeah. is, is that we didn't start doing this until episode three. And whenever we do group deep dives, we don't technically do. Oh, a random that's game. true. Well, then actually, maybe that math does check out because and we obviously wouldn't have done them in our bonus episodes. So we've done 10 deep dives. Right. Mm-hmm. So that would mean there's only 90 episodes, but we only we started on episode three. So that's like 87. Yeah. So that's something about like right. That. That's about right. Point is, I wanted to be like, here's our hundredth random game group, but it's not. It's <laughs> but not. But it's not. Um, but we did get a boy group yes, called Madtown. Uh, they were originally a seven member boy group from a company called J Tune Camp. And their members were named Moose, Dewan, Lee Gon, Jota Hejun, Buffy, and HO. Yes, um, and the interesting thing, the, like, bit of controversy we would find about Madtown is that um, in 2017, the company, J-Tune Camp, went under. Mm -hmm. So they were sold to another company called GNI. Yes. Um, We, I don't think we said this, but they debuted in 2014. Um, And the sort of interesting piece of, piece of controversy um, is that the, the, Eventually, so the first company they were under went under, so they they switched to GNI, and then the CEO of GNI was arrested for fraud, and so the members of Madtown sued the company to end their exclusive contracts, and they won. Um, so they were able to end their contracts, but they went on the unit, and on the unit, some of the members. Yeah. confirmed that the group had in fact disbanded so they were there for around or they were around for about three years um and have since sort of gone on to do different things like one of them's a dj two of them came out with like a hip-hop duo uh yeah it looks like one of them signed a us um a contract to be an actor under starship mm. so they've like spread out and started doing some things but they put out three eps um over their total uh, three EPs and one single. Hmm. Um, so they had a little bit of a music career here. Um, we're going to watch their most popular music video is from 2015. Yes. I can do math. <laughs> and it's called YOLO. So I'm a little nervous. Here we excited. fucking go. <laughs> so here comes Madtown YOLO. <laughs> oh my God. I hope this isn't really yelly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was an ad. I'm gonna keep that in. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> okay, Jane Tune Camp, no more. Oh, 2014. Oh, okay. All right. This is this might... their debut? Maybe. Oh, okay. So we've slow poked on like a speakeasy door. I'm assuming two of the members are on either side. They're looking threatening They're, uh... at each other. Oh, it's like there's some members on one side of the door. Oh. Ah! <laughs> oh my god. They like blended their faces with a pit bull and it scared me. Whoa! Cool stacky pyramids. Oh, they look like cool boys. Okay, they're like dancing in a hallway and a warehouse. 
Yeah, they're just like they're just wearing like t-shirts and jeans and hats. Like they just look like boys. Yeah, they look like boys you'd see at the mall. And they're in like, like a warehouse playing cute boys video that games. you'd see at the oh, mall. Oh, they're cute. They're for sure cute. Yeah. Oh, I love his lollipop in his mouth. And like sometimes they're playing, so like one of them works at a convenience store. Oh, he's cute, that little blondie. There are a lot of them. There are very cute. handsome boys in this. <laughs> oh, this dance is cute. Oh, Madtown, you're cute. Yeah, I don't hate this. <laughs> it's not really my style, but I kind of like it. It's just that like very, oh, look at your arms. Ooh. Middle boy with your arms all out. It's one of those dances that looks like it was meant to be a point dance. Like, anyone could learn this choreography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not like that super... It's not that super impressive, unattainable stuff. It's just like cool, regular hot boys doing like yeah. cute little dances. And look at that dog! That's I don't appreciate the myth that pit bulls are tough, but I do appreciate a dog. <laughs> there are so many just arms. So many arms. Literally out. every face in this is beautiful. They're all They're cute. They're all very possible. <laughs> Madtown, how did you not get you're all so cute? Yeah, this is like this a cute, is like cute. TikTok. This is like this is a TikTok dance. This little oh, chorus. Yeah. This is a TikTok dance. Totally. Like, just something you could do with your Now they're in their like dance. fancy outfits. White and black. Oh, backflips! Yeah, there are definite like 2 p.m. vibes. About Super this. 2 like, p.m. in that cool regular boy way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, they are all They're so all cute. Handsome. <laughs> this is not right. This isn't right at all. <laughs> that one's my favorite. <laughs> the one in the white one. In the white tee. No, in the in the red plaid with his hair pushed back. Your hair looks sexy. Your hair looks sexy. Pushback. So many flips. Oh, very oh, 2 p.m. <laughs> oh, they look like they're having so much fun. This makes me sad now. I know. That's the random game. The oh, they're playing with water guns. Don't spray painting basketballs. Breaking things. Cheese balls. Cheese balls. A favorite trope. Wow! Mad Town. That was good. That was uh, fun. Oh, I love how the suggested immediately after that is sexiest, sexiest. K-pop music mm -hmm. videos. Because yes, you're right, YouTube. That was very handsome. That was very. They were all what really a, cute. What a what visual a feast! Wow. Yeah, that's too bad. Look at, these, look at all those cuties. Look at those handsome faces. Oh, these little classes. Yeah, goddamn. Wow. Well, I'm sorry, Madtown. I hope that DJ Moose is doing great <laughs> and that everything is and working out. That solo singer under the new name Lee Woo. Yeah. Good luck, man. You guys are cutie patooties. All right. Now it's time to make a weekly recommendation. We've for sure done at least 100 of these. We always do Absolutely. a rec. Yeah, we do always do a recommendation. Um, my recommendation is sort of Valentine's themed. Oh boy. Um, it's a new, I think it was released on Valentine's Day. It's a new newest song Oh, uh, called Let's Love. And the song is just really sweet and it's just like super 
bubblegum boy group music that I love. Um, the music video is adorable. It's like the five boys of newest open up a love post office. Oh no! So that you can send love all letters. your love letters. And it's fucking precious. So I've, I remember like getting a couple of different messages from, from listeners who were like, newest is underrated. So go watch that music video. They're all back together, and it's all five of them, and we got to support five-member groups, y'all. Oh, definitely. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I feel like my—I have a recommendation, and then I have a thing that I feel like I have to talk about before the episode ends. So Mm -hmm. my recommendation— is the hardest I feel like I've recommended anything in a while. Like, I'm not Ooh. joking about this one at all, you guys. <laughs> First gen group, Sexkis. <gasps> there yes. are four of them currently promoting as Sexkis. These are men in their 40s. So they are grown. They're all the way grown. And they have put out a song called All, F- all For You. That is the best song I have heard all year. <laughs> I cannot get over this song. And I know I say this stuff all the time. And like my truest example of it is that I constantly, well, not constantly because I don't want to, I don't want to overstay my welcome. But every now and again, I will try and post mm-hmm. something in our like work chats. Like we, we have a Slack and we like chat all day. Yeah. And I will occasionally try to throw a K-pop in, see if somebody will give it a watch. Dana from the Coworkers React episode will usually always watch everything. But I never get any what a further. Good sport. She's a good sport. But I posted this sex excuse video and I guess everybody pushed play. And like every woman in my office that is between the ages of 30 and 40 lost their ever loving shit over this song. You guys, they've never reacted to anything I've ever sent them. And they were all like, what? That's so good. Because everything, <laughs> everything about the song, the music video, the looks, the key change, the key change. It's so like if you were a fan of New Kids on the Block, Boys to Men, like NSYNC ballads, this is your shit. It is so deliciously dated in like the best way. It's so perfect. It's, it's like Sexkeys yeah. in 1996 wished that they could put out songs yeah, yeah, as yeah. good as this one. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's like a time warp with higher quality. You know, like we always talk about how groups evolve and they like improve over time. And so it's like if the 90s sex geese like had their current talent today. Their talent, their access to like music, like their access to modern musical production. Like, yeah, yeah. It's It's good shit, guys. So good. So I cannot recommend it hard enough. But I just wanted to say. Say the title one more time. All For You is the name of the song. I do, I do, I do. Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Um, Okay, but the other. Oh, my God. You know what I think it reminds me of? It's been driving me crazy. It's God must have spent a little more time on you. Oh, That's what it fucking is. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew it would come to me. Uh, it's so good. And one of our, <laughs> wait, I'm going to see if I can find it. But one of our listeners like mentioned the specific kind of Casio, which is an electric keyboard that they're using in it. And that that's why it sounds so mm. like perfectly dated. Like somebody knew I'm going to find it. Somebody knew. Exactly see, this is why we like that, you guys. that you and I knew more about music. But <sighs> thankfully, you guys know more about music than we do sometimes because we don't really know anything about like music theory. Ah. Uh, uh, Michaela from the K-pop cast said that it's a Yamaha DX7 Digi synth, oh. so that's why it sounds like that. 
Uh, that but means I love nothing it. to me, but I love it. I love it. Okay, so the <laughs> other thing that's like not quite a recommendation, but kind of is, but kind of just like I felt like I needed to talk about it. Yeah. So last week I like mentioned that I'm very in my feels and like feeling really down about a lot of K-pop and like not mm. really not wasn't sure about how to feel about this Monster X English comeback. Right. So I got a lot of messages since it's been out the past two days of people being like, what do you think of it? I hope you like it. Like, I hope you like it. So I just want to say, I do like it. I do like it so much. I like it so much, but I wanted to like take a moment to like play a few choice lines because I feel like there's things I want Angelica to hear. I haven't listened to this album yet, you guys. I did spend like maybe an hour last (laughs) night watching different show new fan cams just because but I you told me there were like blush worthy lyrics and to be honest I think that's why I didn't listen to it because I was just like not ready to clutch my pearls quite yet but okay we can do it on the air okay so specifically I first I want to shout out like two specific lines that one Im Chung Kyun sings that like devastate they're you. devastating <laughs> me I like didn't I understand okay so before I play it thing about the English album like a every all the songs are under three minutes, which is unacceptable. Illegal. It should be I mean, there's illegal. one that's three nineteen, but like that's Whatever, not okay. That's bullshit. If your song doesn't have a bridge in it, what the fuck? They don't have bridges. They're like all too short. So like that's strike. That's a strike. But as for a plus, or maybe a plus slash slash a strike, a plus minus. <laughs> fully understanding, literally everything they say is a curse and a blessing. Like. A few, uh, some, one of the listeners was like, eh, some of the English is cringy. I feel like there are, are a hand, a small handful of lines that like don't syncopate very nicely. Okay. But I feel like most of the lyrics aren't like too cringy. And I really Ugh, enjoy like it. that line in EXO, Trouble, the like, uh, f- what was the line? Oh man. How does Trouble go? The, um, Trouble, uh, how does it go? It's like, Something right, but it feels wrong or good feels bad. Bad Bad feels good. good. Yeah. It's like the syncopation is just off. I'm in trouble. Girl, you're trouble. Yeah, that one. (laughs) But the syncopation of the wrong feels right, right feels wrong is like just a half step off that it like really bugged me when I heard Mm. it um but we've talked about that like we talked about that last week I think when we were discussing um k-pop in different languages so play for us okay so these lines these I am lines are killing me because it just keeps making me think about a thing that my coworker Josh who recorded our first two episodes so I have to shout out like hey Josh thanks for helping he was on the coworkers react episode as well and he was the one who said the line about boy bands the reason you like boy bands is because it's like hearing six or seven guys say they want to fuck you all at the same time which is what i've always said (laughs) is why i like like i've been a boy band stan for all of my my life life. (laughs) and these this is always my reasoning so there are a couple of i am lines that i cannot stand i can't take it so And they're sweeter than you think. Like, they're not dirty, but his voice. Okay, so there's this song called She's the One, which is about, like, singing about a girl that you haven't told that you have a crush on her yet. And, okay, hold on. (laughs) But I just haven't told her yet. No, I just haven't told her. (laughs) I can't take it. I can't take it. He hasn't told me yet. He hasn't told me that he loves me yet. He's just uh, working up the courage. But the other one, 
The other one is called Happy Without Me, and it's like about whatever, not being like the girl you broke up, but she's sure. chill. The first couple lines, it's Juhan and I am, and I love it so much that I have to play the beginning. <laughs> Has it really been five months, six months? Glad to see that we won't move on, move on. Do you think about me sometimes? Cause I think about you sometimes. I can't take that. And in the second verse, he's like, cause I think about you all the time. Like, whoa. Okay. Okay, But the last one, there's a show new line in a song. You'd wreck me with a show new line. So the song that everybody's been talking about a lot is called Misbehave. And that song is like, it's about that very, I told you this, I was trying to describe this to you in a text message. It's that song that's about a very specific type of relationship that like, I've certainly never had, but like maybe is real. The kind where you just like (laughs) fight and fuck and then fight some more and you hate each other, but you love each other, but you hate each other. And like, that's definitely, I've never had that kind of relationship. it always either. exists like in like I've, songs. I've, I've only ever seen it in media, like TV, <laughs> movies, songs, and I'm like, do people really, really react this way? I don't know, maybe. I, but this song like came up because like there's a song, there's a part where is this the one where they talk about getting naked in the pool? Yes, Juan sings like drunk and swimming naked in the hotel pool, and then they like talk about like I love it when we misbehave, like we break up just so we can make up, and I can hear you call my name, and like oh my god, they just it's this album is so much, but okay, Woo! there's this show new line at the end of Misbehave, and here you go, here you go, here you go. Mess me up good, you're my bad Bad girl, bad girl. No! <laughs> show no! Show no. That's a good name. You should be show no now. Um, okay, so anyway, point is, for everyone who was worried, don't worry. I am enjoying the Monstax <laughs> English album an appropriate amount or too much. Is I'm it sure. strange to hear? Because Wano's voice is still on it, right? Yes, that part is weird. That part is weird. It's like, it's a, I totally understand that everybody's feelings are very mixed right now because Mm -hmm. there's like the part of it that's like, isn't it nice? Like he's still here, but also like, is he getting paid for that? Cause like B.I. is surely not getting paid for being on the Icon album. And like, and also Mm -hmm. the part that's really terrible is everyone keeps posting how bad the photo book, how bad the photoshopping in the photo book is. Like they erased him, but like. You can tell that he was standing at the edge of the car and they yeah. just erased him. And then you the back of they didn't like fill in the back. It's it's just shoddy yeah. and weird. And I, I feel like they had so much time. Yeah, they definitely they could have, have tried to redo things. At least to like, if not to reshoot the photos, to like invest in quality Photoshop. Like I saw one of the pictures, like when they first started teasing this album and they straight up like chopped off Shonu's arm in order to get rid of Wano in the picture. And it's like, but did, who approved this? Like you have no one in your, (laughs) grab a teen off the street and And they they would be able to do a better job than this. But whatever. Anyway, but yes. I hope Wano's getting paid for it. I hope he's getting paid for it, too. I hope that everybody is fine. Um, they're on a little, like, tour right now for their, like, you know, press tour for their English album. They all look really good. Is Chuan on it? No, Chuan okay. is still at home, but Kihyun said last night that he plan- has every intention to join the tour this summer. Oh, good. So he's like, he's taking his rest and he wants to come back. Good. And I also saw some very cute pictures of there was a fan, fan meet um, on Valentine's Day. 
um, when the album was released. And there was a girl who had, there were two girls, like two friends who had Wanho and Juon fans. Mm. So when they got to take their little high touch picture, they held them up. So there's like OT7 pictures, like, and apparently Kihun like reacted very strongly to the Wanho fan and was like really excited to see it. So... Oh, at least really there's sweet. like that. I mean, the members all want fucking to bittersweet leave. and it's yeah. sad, but bops all around on the English album. The Pitbull song is really interesting. He definitely, I feel like he does a better job at being his Pitbull self than like the French Montana thing that we hated so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very much like a wild Pitbull, Pitbull song. It's like about like, yeah. I could fly around the whole world to find you. I will, you could be that wild <laughs> tonight. Like whatever. I love Pitbull. It's funny, but he Pitbull is laugh. funny and he's like, he, and at the beginning, he's like, from Miami to South Korea. <laughs> Mr. 305. Mr. 305. Did you ever watch that alternatino uh, uh, sketch about Pitbull? Yes. That's what I always think of when I think about Pitbull now. And he's just like, am I a douche? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, um, you're not, Pitbull. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> there's also a really interesting remix of Who Do You Love that makes it like, again, I don't know about music. I don't know how to describe music. But I think it is like something more like Caribbean. Like, I don't mm. think it's quite tropical house, as someone would say. But it's like definitely like they changed the beat to that. Like kind of like uh, get Getting down. in your hips. Get down kind yeah. of music, which like changes the whole vibe of the song. Ooh. Anyway, Monster X All About Love, English album. It's, I mean, honestly, you got to say, like, it's a fucking breakthrough. Like, as much as we can be, like, again, here it comes back to the nuance part. Half of us can feel conflicted and upset about, like, are the members of Monster X, like, getting adequate rest and treatment? And do they feel good about these things? Mm -hmm. And then the B side of, like, they put out an, like, a Korean group to put out an entire English album, like, their company is trying very hard to get them, like, American radio play. And, Mm like, I have to... I have to like applaud the the effort. Like it's totally it's revolutionary and cool that they're trying to do something. So you know you gotta. I feel like you just gotta try to hold yeah. space in your heart for both things. Yeah, it's like when Lay released Nama Nama Nama. Thank you very much. Uh, when Lay released that album in uh, Mandarin and in English, like that's so fun. It's like it's. It's fun when K-pop groups acknowledge that they have a lot of international fans. And obviously I know like English is not the only language in which people enjoy uh, K-pop, but it is uh, a big part of their audience. And so to have K-pop groups that release songs in English or in Spanish or other like I don't know if they're if any other groups are like incorporating other languages into their into their music. Yeah, but- I feel like I've only heard of like English, Spanish, Japanese, but like yeah. Um, oh, and God Seven has done like I feel like a Thai version of something before mm. for I, Bam Bam. I wonder if but any, I'm curious. I wonder if any K-pop groups have ever included like Arabic. Yeah, has anyone ever done anything of, like that? There's a lot of Mid- Middle Eastern fans. Oh, for sure. Um, that would be really interesting. If you guys know of any Arabic uh, K-pop, let us know. Yeah, I'm curious. I'd, I'd about be interested that. to hear it. Again, we rely on you guys so very much <laughs> now for content, and we're happy to do it. Oh, okay. I think we've covered, I think we've covered, I think we've celebrated. Do you feel celebrated? Because I do. Absolutely. One more cheers. One more cheers. I love you. I love you too. To a hundred more. Thank you all so much for everything you have ever said and done for us. We 
the show would truly not be the same without of y'all without y'all like we said we might mm-hmm. do it anyway <laughs> but so many we of the episodes <laughs> and so much of our great content has like come from your messages your emails mm-hmm. your voicemails so keep them coming we love talking to you. We're yeah. so glad that we could do this and we're, we want to keep doing it as long as we can. Yeah, we will be here for all of your feelings. This is, like we said, a beautiful, safe space that we wouldn't have been able to create without you all. And uh, our arms and ears are always open. Wonderful. Um, oh, let me do one shout out before we end the episode and then give you all of our social media handles that you probably know by now. <laughs> but um, just a tease, I can't tell you too much about it now, but I got to do something very cool this week. I got to film something for a special secret project. And when I know more about it, I will definitely, when there's more, You'll be the first when there's to, more to share, you will definitely be the first to know. But this thing that we did, we filmed it at, my favorite K-pop store in Los Angeles. They are called Choice Music. Mm-hmm. The store is lo- is located in the Koreatown Galleria on Olympic and Western. Um, but you can also go to choicemusicla.com. They have albums. They have light. So many people will get their light sticks from Choice. They like have all the light sticks you could need. Mm-hmm. Posters. Do you want a copy of like W that Jenny from Blackpink was on the cover of? They got magazines. They have little keychains. <laughs> they have cards they have little like pop-up dolls i have a baseball cap that says shiny on the front and the story of light logo on the back that i got a choice music it's a really cool store if you get if you are local and like you do get a chance to actually go to the store itself one my, one of my favorite things about it is that when you buy an album there obviously you get whatever random photo card might be included in the album But when you check out at Choice Music, they always ask you who your favorite member of the group is. And they give you extra photo cards of that specific member of your choice, which is so beautiful and fun. Uh, Choice Music is like an excellent, it's small, but it's beautiful. It's like a fun little space. I love going there. I love going there because (laughs) there's something very... It's the same feeling I get at like a K-Con or something. There's something very like comforting and interesting about walking into a space and knowing for a fact that everyone else in there knows the secrets mm-hmm. that you know. You and know? speaks your language. Yes. Um, so I just wanted to say, because they've been very, very kind to me, that Choice Music is wonderful. If you guys get anything from there, tell them that Ask Me About K-Pop sent you. Like, I don't know, throw it in the notes of your online order that we sent it. Um, Because I think we could form a beautiful friendship. Ask Me About K-Pop and Choice Music. Uh, So choicemusicla.com for all your K-Pop needs. Yeah, if you're not in L.A., they have a ton of stuff on their online shop. Um, If you do get a chance to go in, tell them that we sent you. That would be great. Um, Okay, so if you don't already follow us on all of our social media, we can be found at AMA K-pop pod on Twitter and Instagram, AMA K-pop pod at gmail.com for emails. If you'd like to send us a voicemail like we played today, 181-AMA-K-POP-5 is the number. And ask me about K-pop podcast on YouTube. We have a Spotify playlist under AMA K-pop. I think that's all the places. I think so. Okay. Well, we'll be back next week, as we always are, for our 101st episode. (laughs) Again, I truly can't thank y'all enough. Thank you for just thank you for everything. Thank you for everything. We love you. We love you. Goodbye. Jonghyun, you're our inspiration. (laughs) 